Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. And so I want to make sure that each of us understands each step of the path that we must take. Uh, I also want to say that in this time, this, let's say, last moment of calm before the coming waves of storms, not the physical ones so much, uh, the, uh, our, our consciousness has to be raised. It's not high enough. We're not making use of the one resource that we have in plenty, which is the power of consciousness. It is our ace in the hole. But if we don't make use of that supernatural resource by staying in the ego level of consciousness, we're not going to make it. And that's why our preparations, regardless of what we do in terms of food security or how much money we have even, or any of the other uh, phenomenal plane uh, accomplishments, they won't uh, enable us to survive if we're still in the ego. And uh, there, will be, uh, there will be struggles and arguments and anger and uh, disputes and schisms and there will be um, a failure of the right kind of energy and the right kind of uh, unified field that will be able to download the powers that are latent in our consciousness that some of us don't even imagine that we could access, let alone activate. And we have to break through this cynical paradigm of the ego because consciousness does have the power to alter the climate and to, uh, to bring more sun and to bring more funds and to bring more uh, yogis and to, to have abundance of every kind. But we're not using that power. And if we depend only on our phenomenal plane knowledge base, that will be insufficient to achieve the, uh, the level of, our, of, uh, of, of existence that will enable us to complete our real mission here, which isn't just to survive, it's to redream a new world and to bring the light to every being who is still stuck in the ego. But if we're still stuck in it, how can we be of any service? And then it's a question whether we would even be allowed to survive by that power that determines whether we have fulfilled the function that has brought us here, which isn't just to have a good time on a mountain and, uh, and try to uh, do as little work as possible and just get by. And some people have that attitude. Uh, so we need to understand what this is about and what is really at stake. And if we don't do that, then the ego mind, which as we know is filled with maras, 
with demonic energies will, will simply uh, take over and people will be in a state of constant emotional volatility and uh, meltdowns and hysteria and suicidal ideas and, uh, and all kinds of desire to run away from their own misery that is self-created. If we don't destroy that misery at the root by killing the Mara of the ignorance of who and what we really are, we will, we will not be victorious. We won't be able to raise the flag of Jayadev. And we won't be able to meet God with our heads held high when it's time to leave these bodily forms. So I hope everyone is taking very seriously the imperative of uh, transcending the ego mind and reaching the infinite mind that has the power that the ego lacks and the coherence and the intelligence and the love and the unity and the power of uh, bringing to bear the energy that produces miracles. But we have to be worthy of wielding that energy and we have to have developed the uh, sustainable God consciousness that enables that power to flow through us and emanate and create a grid of energy that, that, that encompasses not only the whole ashram, but ultimately the whole planetary noosphere. So I hope everyone has that understanding of that potentiality and you're not simply staying in the ego mind and assuming that that's you. And if you're believing in what your ego mind is thinking and believing those are your thoughts, you're done for. If you cannot distinguish the self from the ego and separate, extract your consciousness from it, then you have lost before you've even started to, to struggle upstream to reach the Lord of Consciousness. So I hope everyone has that intention. Anyway, the uh, teaching was about the, uh, the journey of Purusha and Prakriti. And I want to go through that so you all understand what is meant by those terms. So I made a little uh, chart of it to share with you that might clarify it more. Okay, okay I gave it this title. I don't remember if I've given another module <laughs> the same title. If I have, forgive me and we'll, we'll add a different word here. But uh, uh, this is basically what, uh, what we're going to be looking at. Now, when I gave the teaching, on Monday, I actually started with stage two, so I'm going to go back to stage one, which in stage one, in ego consciousness, you don't recognize that the ego is Prakriti. The ego is not Purusha, has nothing to do with Purusha. It's, it's an installed biological system 
that is, uh, is entirely based on the identity of the physical organism. So it's, it's a consciousness reduced to its lowest level where it doesn't even recognize that there is a difference between consciousness and matter. It considers itself to be a body. It considers that that's the only reality there is. And it's normal to have ups and downs and to be angry and sad and depressed and all the other emotions. And, and there's simply a, a, a sense of this is what reality is. And so there's no intention of, of changing it. It's inertia. This is what is called the tamasic guna. And we are now in a state at the end of Kali Yuga that is tamopradhan. That means extreme tamas. And that's the, the ego in its current state. And because prakriti itself, which is nature, which is the five elements, which is matter in its current state of pollution and of degradation, uh, because the ego is materialized more than it is even mentalized uh, because of its identity with the body, it's totally affected by the energies of Prakriti around the world. And as those get more dark and degraded and more uh, chaotic because of all of the upheavals at a geophysical level, let alone social and political, etc., the ego becomes ever more anxious and, and, uh, and scattered and, uh, and dissociated in order to try to hold on to uh, some level of functionality, but at the cost of becoming ever more fractured and, uh, and, and, and therefore eventually reaches a state where it cannot function. And there are too many thoughts and too many uh, conflicts internally and those conflicts get projected and then create negativity in the energy field of Prakriti in the surrounding environment. So, the second stage is really the beginning of the spiritual journey where there is a dawning recognition that consciousness is not the body, that consciousness uh, has resources and uh, functions and capacities uh, to download uh, insights, inspirations, energies, uh, that there are such things as synchronicities in the world, that, it, that, that one's dreams are meaningful, that there is a, a power of consciousness that is, uh, is uncanny and that cannot be explained by neurophysiology and, and by science in its current primitive form. And, and Purusha begins to extract itself because the ego becomes uh, unbearable. It's too miserable, too unhappy, uh, too angry, too sad, too anxious. And so uh, there's a, a, a beginning of, of, of an extraction of Purusha from Prakriti, but it doesn't complete itself because it's codependent on Prakriti. It still wants the jouissance of Prakriti. It wants the gratification that the material plane can offer. 
And because it wants that, it cannot totally separate. It can't let go of its desire for prakriti, and uh, therefore uh, it cannot ascend to the next stage. And so until the, the, the mind is reoriented away from the ego, away from the body, until there is a full acceptance of the inadequacy of the ego mind to solve one's problems and to bring happiness and to bring peace uh, until there's a, a recognition that one must raise one's consciousness and not blame others for one's misery and not just simply try to deny it or take drugs to avoid it or do something else to, to, to feel some kind of enjoyment, uh, one, one is going to stay at that stage where there are occasional glimmers of wanting to extract oneself from prakriti, but it never happens because the dependence on that gratification for the uh, balance of the consciousness is still too strong. And it falls back into actions that then bring it back into stage one. And, uh, and at stage two, there's, there's more agony of, of a feeling of failure and a feeling of, uh, of, of impossibility that then, then creates uh, a, uh, a depression. So, when the, the purusha can get over its depression and get on with the business of raising its consciousness, it becomes sat-purusha at a certain point. It will, it will extract itself enough from prakriti that it will recognize that prakriti is actually maya, that it's actually an illusion and a mirage and uh, a false... Uh, a world, a simulation, that it has no essence and there's nothing to be gotten from it. So this is when uh, the first level of empowerment comes. When, when the Purusha becomes purified enough to uh, want nothing to do with Maya and there's a complete separation. Okay, that fission is the first stage of a process that will then become fusion at a higher level. And so there has to be the first fission and separation. This is why the, uh, all of the affirmations, I am not the body, I am not the mind, I am not this and that, you know, neti neti. Uh, but one doesn't know who one is, but at least one knows what, who, who one is not and what one is not. And so that's when the real journey begins in earnest. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.